what's up, everybody? It is Brooke, and I am so, so, so happy to have Allison Neary, master hairstylist, as the first guest on the Chloe and Low podcast. Um, we're actually kind of doing this a little remote live uh, right now via FaceTime on my computer, and her pups are joining us, so you might hear some little wolves in the background. But we're so happy. I'm so, so happy to have them, too. So I originally connected with Allison through spin class and on social media. And recently she made the leap from employee to small business owner by giving birth to brand new Citrine Salon located in Millbrook, New York. So not only is Allison creating pure works of art on her client's hair from behind the chair, but Allison also emits positivity and good vibes that we all need right now throughout her personal brand. And these good vibes really flow over into her business. So I clearly gravitate towards people who are positive and embody pure goodness. So when I launched this podcast, I knew I had to invite her on to be a guest to share how staying in the light has a positive impact on her. Welcome to the Chloe and Lois podcast, Allie. Hello. Yes. Thank you for having me. This I is feel so, so awesome. Honored to be the first guest of the Chloe and Lil podcast. Yes, yes. So I'm really, really, really excited. And as I had mentioned previously, we're doing this remote. Um, I had originally planned to do it live, right in Allie's beautiful, beautiful salon located in Millbrook, New York. But the um, the whole coronavirus thing decided it had other plans for us. But yep, we figure out way to make things happen. And that's what we're doing right now. So, okay. So Allie, so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? All right. So I, um, grew up in Amenia, New York. I moved to Millbrook, New York, probably about seven years ago. And in that seven years, I worked at a salon in Poughkeepsie and then um, over the last five months, so five months ago, I opened up my own salon, Citrine Salon, by Allison M. in Millbrook. Um, I've been doing hair for 11 years now, which is just wild to say. It feels like time just flies by when you just love what you do so much, that's for sure. Um, but I am 28 years old. I have three fur babies and a husband. and. Yeah, I feel like that's about it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really, really awesome. You've been doing hair for that long. It is crazy. It's like the older that I feel like we all get, the mm -hmm. quicker time goes by. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. So I guess that brings me into my first question. And that's when did you have your aha moment and realize that doing hair is your passion? So... I feel like everybody always talks about like an aha moment and I don't really recall ever having like an aha moment. I worked at a salon, um, all throughout high school. I started in a salon probably when I was like 13, 14 years old. Um, I was just like sweeping floors, all that. And I loved being like in the industry and everything and around it. Um, I would have to say like my aha moment per se, when I knew I wanted to, like, I really loved doing hair and everything was probably within like the last like seven years or so when I knew that I wanted to open my own salon. Like I loved doing hair and that was a passion, but then it ignited like a whole nother passion 
of owning my own business and building a team and, um, empowering, you know, women and making people feel good. Like it just, it kind of came like all full circle in a way. And that's all, all stuff with Chloe and Mo too. So I can totally see where you're coming from, you know, making people feel good about themselves and building yeah. something that's really your own. And that's like, yep. that's the main attraction. It's like doing everything else is just secondary at that point. You know, it's like you feel fulfilled through what you do. So exactly. Now, did you go to cosmetology school in when you were in high school or what? So my junior, senior year, I went to cosmetology at BOCES, um, Career Technical Institute in Poughkeepsie. And then um, after I graduated high school, I went to Dutchess Community College and I got my business um, associates in administration, business administration. Nice. I was always envious of people that like knew the path that they really wanted to take because I was one of those kids that, you know, I graduated from high school and then went to community college. And I always joked. And when people would talk about where they were going to college, they would say, Brooke, where are you going? I'd say, Duchess, I got into Duchess. Well, guess what? Everybody gets into Duchess because it's community college. But I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And I, I will never forget to this day. And I was just talking to my husband about this the other day. I'll never forget walking into the, the um, enrollment office and picking out a pamphlet, like all the pamphlets and sitting down with this woman. And she's like, well, here are your choices. And it's like, I had no direction whatsoever. I had no idea whether I was coming or going. And I was just like, ah, okay. TV, radio, film, broadcasting. That looks good. I'll do that. So it's like, it like I was picking out of a catalog and, you know, I've never been a book student, like, you know, mm-hmm. a book smart student. I've always been very visual and, um, Same. Yep. and, you know, I learned like, you know, I was one of those kids that would go nuts when the TV came out in school because we were mm-hmm. watching something and I just loved entertainment. Yeah. And, you know, it was just funny to just to see that I picked like, you know, my career path out of all these pamphlets. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but here we are now. I'm like, you know, I'm doing something completely different. I'm designing jewelry. Right. Um, so what do you love the most about doing hair? Um, I feel like I'd have to say the most I love is that every day that I go into work, it's always something different. It's Mm -hmm. never the same. I feel like I, you know, get very, bored easily. So going into work and not knowing 100% what I'll be doing, that's always fun. Um, also, just my industry in general, it's always changing. You know, the beauty industry, there's always new trends, there's always something to learn. So there's just so much to keep busy at to grow and evolve. Um, mm-hmm. So I love that. Yep. And just like making people feel good, you know, like creating gorgeous hair and just seeing like smiles on people's faces and stuff. Like it's just, it's so rewarding. It's such a rewarding job. Yeah. And I have to say everybody, like, you know, I love following Allie on social media because it's like you are go, go, go. And that's like where I see eye to eye with you. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you are strict business. You are get the job done. And 
you are totally like on top of your game with everything in the hair world because I always see her. I would see Allie like 5:30 in the morning like she's got her coffee and it's a <laughs> and it's an Instagram shot of her keyboard and it's like continuing education. And yes. it's like I love that because you are so like invested in what you're doing and that yeah. just goes to show that like you have your customer's best interest at heart because Always, you are yep. like fully invested, you know, like Anybody else would sleep probably till like nine o'clock in the morning. But this girl, salon opens at nine. Oh, I got hours to do some right? continuing education. So I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. okay. So as you had mentioned previously, so you recently opened your own salon. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you. That was thank awesome. You, thank you. So congrats. Congrats. So like at what point at your previous employer, did you decide that it was time to go out on your own? You know, like, was there really a pivotal moment that you decided that it was time to like own your own salon or, you know, like you had said previously, like that was really your end goal. Like, was there any moment in time where you were like, this is it. Like, I got to get out of here. Like, I got to do things on my own terms. Like, was there a pivotal moment where that happened for you? Um, I feel like... It was, it just felt like it was just time. Um, I pretty much grew my clientele, like, as you said, with the whole like Instagram and social media thing like that helped me grow my business so much um, that I took a hold of my business inside of a business. And with that, I just was um, pretty much like topped out. Like I couldn't grow anymore where I was. And, um, previous to working at the salon that I worked at, I worked at six different salons before that. And, um, I bounced around to salons because I could never find the right fit. Um, and I did find a good fit at the last salon that I was at, but after a while, it's just you, my biggest thing was creating a space where, um, I could go to work and feel good. And where I could have my clients feel the same and build a team that felt the same. So I think it was just more of at the end of the day, I wanted to create a space that was mine, that um, reflected who I was and what I wanted it to reflect. And um, yeah, I kind of, I just, I feel like it was probably about like four years ago. I was just like, okay, I got to start making moves. Like I got to do this. I got to figure this out. And I probably would have attempted to open my own salon four years ago, but my mom stopped me and she said, you got to get your mind right and you got to get everything in order. And, you know, thank God for her because she's my momager. She's, you know, the backbone to a lot of my business as well. Um, But, you know, I just, I think there comes an point in time where you just, you got to do what's best for you. Yep. You know, like I, I spend so much, I, I used to spend so much time worrying about what everybody else thought and, um, Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you'd be a you prisoner know, forever. If you, yeah, if you worry about it's, that. It's so true though. And you know, I, I always took everybody else's opinion into consideration. And I think, um, I finally, you know, four years ago, I finally put a stop to that. And I was just like, you know what, this is my life. You know, I got to figure it out for myself. 
And it's always something that I wanted to do like deep down. So it's like, you know, you either, you just got to jump, you just got to do it. Yep. Yeah. No, I think that's very, very true. You know, for me with, you know, me leaving my nine to five corporate job, you know, for me, what really pushed me to build Chloe and Lois and do what I'm doing now is other people were telling me no, you know, um, when I was up for a promotion, you know, I was told by somebody who I had barely worked beside, you know, I worked a remote position and, you know, I, I flew in (laughs) the week of my wedding into Detroit and, you know, did a job interview and, you know, I round tripped it and I was willing to do whatever I could do to put myself in a position to move forward at this company that I was working at and then was told, you know what, we just don't think you're ready for it. And it's like, well, guess what? Like, you don't really know me and I am ready for it. So that's for me, that was like my moment. You know, I knew I felt that moment where I was like, oh, that you're not going to tell me what I am capable of doing. I know what I'm capable of doing. Yeah. And you know, that was that pivotal moment for me where I was like, you know what? No, I, I can't even, I can't even listen to you. Like earmuffs, earmuffs, earmuffs. I'm just going to go out and get it done. Yeah. And I can like relate to that too, in a way in the hairdressing world, it's, it, it can be cutthroat. You know, I feel like things are changing for our industry, but you know, at the end of the day, it can still be kind of cutthroat. And that's, that's the problem with when you've been somewhere for a long time and then you decide to go out on your own it's not always rainbows and butterflies. Like you're, you're dealing with some shit and you're going to get some backlash for it. And that was just something that I had to rise above and, you know, work through and just keep like trucking along and, you know, put my blinders on and not listen to what was being said. You know, I knew that in, in my heart that this was what I wanted to do and you just had to do it. Yep. Do you regret it? No, not at all. <laughs> See, exactly. The best thing. Yep. Best thing I ever exactly. did. Exactly. Okay, so could you tell me a little bit more about the meaning behind naming your salon Citrine and really what does that name mean to you? So Citrine is a crystal. Um, it's like an amber, yellowish kind of colored crystal. Um, it stands for a lot of things, um, mostly beauty and brilliance and abundance. Um, but what I love most about the crystal and what it means is, um, and how it relates to my business and why I decided to choose it was more of the aspect of helping to elevate self-esteem, um, which is what I feel, you know, we do at Citrine Salon. Um, and honestly, what hairstylists do on the daily Uh, It also like Citrine doesn't hold negative vibes, which I absolutely love because if you know me, you know, I'm all about the vibes. Yep. Yep. Um, Yep. And, you know, it carries the power of the sun, you know, it's warm and comforting. And if you've ever been in my salon, which you have, um, it's very welcoming. It's very bright. It's very energizing. It's life giving. It's Um, clean. It's clean. I love that. (laughs) Love a nice clean open space. Yes. And, um, you know, that's just how I wanted my space to feel. I wanted my team to feel our clients to feel. I just wanted like everything to just be like a feel good vibe. And, um, 
that's kind of what citrine embodies as a crystal. And it's kind of funny because we actually opened up in November and November's crystal like stone is citrine. So I just feel like it was just like meant to happen. You know, it's it's just an awesome sign. That's awesome. And I think the thing that I love the most learning, you know, you know, about where you're coming from with, you know, where you worked, the salons you were at previously, and just the industry as a whole, is you were able to really just kind of pull yourself out of it, but keep yourself in it and create your own space that was kind of, well, I say kind of, was the exact opposite of the BS that you see in the industry. You know, the cutthroatedness and maybe, you know, people aren't as nice and kind. Well, you know what, you're building this business that is the exact opposite of that. And I think yeah. that's freaking awesome. And that takes a lot of courage to do that. So I, I really, really give you, give you kudos for that. That's awesome. Thanks girl. Yes. Yes. It's refreshing. Definitely. And to like bring you some said, light to the industry. Yeah. And like you had said before, so you said, you know, it's not always rainbows and unicorns. So that will bring me to my next question. So what are some struggles um, that you have faced getting Citrine off the ground and running? If any. I mean, maybe it was easy for you. I mean, I do feel like, so financially, I was ready. Um, you know, I didn't have any issues with that, which I feel like a lot of like fellow salon owners that I know, that was like one thing. They're like, you know, if this is your budget, like triple your budget. And I went in knowing like a lot of stuff already. So I, you know, made my budget. I figured it out. You know, of course I gave myself some cushion. So financially it wasn't really, you know, too much of a hardship, but, um, I mean, honestly, the way I transitioned, I transitioned from my old salon to my new salon within a weekend. So it was kind of, um, it kind of abruptly happened And, um, but that kind of goes with being said about how the industry can be sometimes. Um, so the fact that we had, um, you know, a very short turnaround time, I put my salon together in a month, which a lot of people can like not even believe, but, you know, thank God for my husband and my family and, um, you know, everybody who helped because we, it was an open space and we painted And, um, you know, we had to do the plumbing and all that. I would have to say like the biggest struggle was like the delay of everything. Like every delivery that I scheduled got delayed. It got pushed back a week. It got pushed back two weeks. And I was just like, oh my God, like I need to tell my current boss, hopefully not get fired, hopefully have a space to do hair. You know, it was just like stress upon stress upon stress. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that was just like, you know, the biggest thing. And then once we got in and we were, you know, moving and grooving, it was fine. But I think it's just more now that I'm a business owner, like I wear a lot more hats now, you know, I wear, I have a lot more roles. I, you know, I had to transition into a boss and owner mindset. Um, You know, I'm a leader. I I wear a lot of hats. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think it was just adjusting to all that and kind of, you know, finding a rhythm. Yeah. And I mean, you're navigating an entirely new title too. Yeah. That yeah. you've never had. And you're like, mm-hmm. um, okay, so what do I do? You know, like, yeah. what now? What now? That's got to be a little overwhelming, but I think you really did it with grace. Like, you know, obviously we've known each other before 
um, you opened Citrine and it did seem yep. like it happened overnight. Yeah. But the beautiful thing is like it, I mean, I know for a face value, you can really never take anything at face value. Of course, everything on Instagram is going to look easy. You know, yep. nobody sees, you know, it's that, that picture of the huge glacier and you know what everybody sees. Oh, this is awesome. But you don't see what's underneath it. Yeah. And I, you know, it looked very easy. So you handled it with complete, complete grace. Okay. Just well, thank you. Thank you pulled you, it off, you. girl. You pulled it off. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so the one reason that I love following you aside from admiring all the beautiful work that you do on everybody's hair, because God knows God did not make me a hairdresser because <laughs> I would mess everybody's hair up. So, so bad. I, I just, I, I'm in awe of your absolutely gorgeous work, your blondes, your brunettes, like everything Thank is just you. absolutely beautiful. Um, so I love your inspirational, inspiring content that you post. So in your opinion, how important is it to you to live in a positive mindset? Um, so a positive mindset is a must. Yep. Um, I struggle with anxiety and depression daily. Yep. Um, so it's a constant mindset shift that mm -hmm. needs to be made every day. And like, if you follow me on Instagram, like every morning I do like a vibe of the day Yep. and you know, it's, you know, I start my day with reading positive, you know, quotes and messages and stuff. Um, I start my day with, you know, uh, writing down three things I'm grateful for. Um, I do, it's, it's that constant, like redirecting your thoughts. I think it's so, so important because you can get yourself down a rabbit hole, you know, especially in the oh, world that yeah. we live in right now, yep. you know, like you've got to be able to, you know, realize the things that you're in control of. And then those are the things that you can control and the things that you're not in control of. You got to just go. let it go. You know, um, so I think that a positive mindset is, you know, a hundred percent important, you know, where, um, where focus goes, energy flows. So, you know, you just, where you put that energy and everything, it's gotta be, it's gotta be good. It's gotta be, you know, towards something that's going to make you better or lift you up higher or, you know, for somebody else, whatever it may be, you know, and that's the point of like my vibes of the day is that I'm always, I do it for myself. Like I go through and I pick out that quote for myself. And if it relates to somebody else, like, you know, I'm happy. Like I'm, I'm glad that it did. So yeah. I think that a positive mindset is, you know, a hundred percent necessary. Now, have you always practiced that or is that like something as of recently that you have found value in for, um, for me personally, like that's something that I have just started. Like I, I'm on, we're on the same book, same chapter, same page, girl, same paragraph. Yeah. I could not agree with you anymore. Um, and this isn't something that I have always done. This is yes. something as of probably the past year and a half, maybe two years, I've really yep. zoned in and focused on and making sure that like my thoughts and my feelings are in check. And like you said before, you know, giving attention to the things that I can change and letting go of the things that I can't change. And, yep. you know, for me, this has been recently as of the past two years, like, has that been something recently that you've, you've made that shift in you've been more mindful of or, or what? Um, I would say so. I mean, 
I feel like I've always tried to to have a positive mindset. I've always tried to um, be the one that always kind of, you know, brought the light to a situation and stuff. I will say I would probably like probably over the last like four years or so, four and a half years is when I really started to read a lot of books and like work on myself. Um, because that was, it was probably previous to my marriage, to be honest with you. You know, I wasn't in the best place that I could have been in and I needed to make some changes. And I knew the only way to make changes was to start with myself. Yep. And, um, I think that's kind of when it started. It was probably four and a half years ago when I just truly started to, um, just take a look inside and, you know, realize the things you're in control of and the things you're not, you know? Yep. No, I love that. I really, really do. So I guess that brings us into the next question is, you know, what are some things that you practice on an everyday basis that contribute to staying positive and in the light? You know, would you say this is your browsing Pinterest in the morning for your inspirational quotes and, you know, sending that out to everybody? Is that really, you know, are these the things that you practice on an everyday basis? Yeah. Yeah. So I know it's not like so wonderful to pick up your phone, like the first thing that you do when you wake up, but it's one of the things that I do when I first wake up, I roll over, I hop on Pinterest and I look for something that just hits home for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, that's, I'll post it and, you know, I continue to go through it and I, you know, look for more positive things. And I kind of fill my mind up with positive things um, before my feet even hit the ground. And then, you know, I'll go and make my coffee. I do my um, gratitude list. I write three three things down that I'm grateful for. Um, And then it's just a constant like mindset shift throughout the day. You know, like, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, there's times, you know, I'm not perfect. Nobody is. And, you know, there's times where you get down on yourself and everything. And it's just in that moment, just, you know, being able to be in that moment and say, you know what, I, I don't need to feel like this, you know, like, let me look for the good in this situation, or let me look for what I can do, um, you know, to make the situation better, whatever it may be. Um, but I think it's just more of, you know, being in control and, um, you know, making that, present mindset shift when you're in it. Yep. Um, and you know, I've, I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I read a lot of books. Um, I think it's also who you surround yourself with. That was a really big thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like just being on this podcast here with you now, like it's you, you are who you surround yourself with. You know, my mom taught me that when I was younger and I learned the hard way when I was younger and, I totally live by it now. Like you gotta hang out with people who are on your level. And if they're not on your level, they're, they're surpassed you Yeah, because they're just going to help you grow, you know? And I think that's the biggest thing is just finding a tribe, a girl gang that can totally uplift you and make you better. And, um, you know, just stay, staying positive as much as you can. I love that. I really, really honest to God do. Cause I just, I believe it. I really, yep. really believe it. So, all right. So we're going to semi wrap up. I've just got one quick question and then we're going to do a super, super quick lightning round. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> it's going to just be like rapid fire. Um, okay. So don't worry. I know I'm just bringing this on you, but don't worry. It's just some really easy questions. Okay. So just tell me really quick, what hair care products are you loving right now? 
Um, so I'll give you my top three favorites. So my first, okay. so my first two are Amika Velveteen shampoo and conditioner. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. It's smoothing. I love it. It smells amazing. All Amika products smell amazing. My second would be my Phenolino yellow shampoo. I'm a blonde. So yep. that is like a toner at home for me. Um, yeah. And I think you have some coupon codes too, right? So we can put them oh, in yes. the show notes so you can. Yeah, yeah. And we'll also put um, Allie's handle so you can follow her on the IG. Okay, so we're going to do a really, really quick lightning round, all right? Okay. It's just three questions. Super, I think I'm ready. Quick. Okay. What's your go-to <laughs> Starbucks order? Uh, a Trenta iced coffee with two pumps of white mocha, light ice, no sweetener, a little bit of almond milk. Say that five times fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Next question. Doritos. Nacho cheese or Cooler Ranch? Cooler Ranch. Mm. See, I don't see eye to eye with you on that. Everything Ugh. else, we were so good. We no. were so, so good. You know, I'm more of a nacho girl. I mean, and then no. they've got the spicy mm-hmm. ones and, you know, all that other stuff. All right, so last question. If you had to choose between cutting Joe Exotic's hair or Carol Baskin's hair, who would you choose and why? Oh, shit. <laughs> Joe Exotic or Carol Baskin? Come on. Joe, the clock Joe is Exotic. ticking. Joe, Joe Exotic? Exotic. I'm going to have to say I agree with you on that because yeah. he needs it most. Yes. He, he needs some Allison M in his life. He does. He really, really does. <laughs> so, Allie, thank you. Thank you so, so much for sitting down and doing this podcast. I know my listeners are going to love hearing all about your journey from employee to small business owner. Love you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. It's always so fun hanging with you, even if it's virtual. (laughs) You're the sweetest ever. Thank you so, so much. Talk to you all soon. Bye.